Hi everyone, Edna Kimball, and today we have Addison Allison joining us. Everybody knows Addison. She is part of the sales team, and we've asked her to come on today because we want to chat about Tahlequah, why it's a great place to live, but really more importantly, why is it a good market to invest in? So um, Addison actually has always lived here. I don't. I made that assumption. I don't know that. That's I've true. always lived in Cherokee County. Of course, Tahlequah is the the biggest of that area. So I say I'm from Tahlequah, but I've lived in Keys, Woodall. You know, the smaller Holbert. That's where a lot of my family's from. So okay. yeah. Have you lived in Holbert or just family? Um, just family. I don't think. Okay, because yeah. I think every time you go on a Holbert. <laughs> listing appointment they know somebody in your yeah, family like, Mom, how are we related to this yeah. <laughs> you're just gonna be related so yeah that's all there is to it that's that's kind of how my husband is with the Stillwell bunch mm-hmm. area we're related somehow or another yep. so and you claim them all mm-hmm. no yes <laughs> maybe they don't all claim too. <laughs> that's that could, probably that it. Could be it so um, so really, you've lived in the county your whole yeah. life, all of those many, many years. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, but you, you also have purchased your home here, mm-hmm. and then you've also purchased investment properties here. Right. Yep. What do you think makes our market unique, or why do you think it's a good, like, because I know you, I've overheard you talk to some clients who were thinking about buying a home or investing, but realistically, why do you think it is a good place? I think it's a great place because it is, for us, it's home. And even if that looks a little bit different in, say, we live in the Keys area or, you know, right outside, it can be home for so many different people at so many different stages. Um, So, you know, our first house, we now rent it out to, like, college age because it's perfect for that demographic because it was perfect for us back then. And so we've kind of grown into different stages and our houses can fit the needs of, you know, other people. And um, like I said, with the college, with Cherokee Nation, with the new hospitals, Tahlequah is growing. And so it is home to a lot of people. Absolutely. Now, and, and this is kind of a different spin. I didn't prepare you for this, but something that you said the other day I thought was interesting We were talking about buyers in our market, first-time buyers kind of wanting the big house from the get-go, and now with the interest rates the way they are, you said, I feel like I need to show some of them what my first house looked like, right? Yes, yeah. So, so tell us, I mean, what what part of that are you comfortable telling us as far as what your first house, all of those many, many years ago? Two, three. Three years ago. Okay, Mm -hmm. 2020. Did you start with the $200,000, $300,000 home? No. So we bought a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath. It was a 90-year-old home at the time. Um, and, yeah, had the original hardwood floors right in the middle of town. Um, but, but yeah, it was pretty perfect for us. So Had the original The countertops <laughs> are very similar, but they do not match. If you look close enough, you can tell different laminate countertops, laminate flooring in the kitchen. And so it wasn't, wasn't anything fancy, but we, we painted it the color we wanted and we loved it. <laughs> and do you kind of remember the, the basic price point? or area? Yeah, it was um, 76000 Okay, yeah. 76000 And was it just an easy 
decision or were you nervous about it? Oh, we were very nervous. Um, we, yeah, we got married that year, graduated school, COVID. So it was, it was a whole lot of unknown. Maybe that made it easier because we were like, who knows anything right now? <laughs> we'll just do it. And it's totally um, fine. Yeah. But our goal really was to find the cheapest property. You showed us a lot of properties. Um, we were her unfancy clients at the time. <laughs> no, and no, no, no. so, so we looked at a lot of things and that was just the cheapest one that was livable. <laughs> so that we went for livable. it. <laughs> yeah, I do agree with that. Yeah. The least expensive home that was actually livable. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. So wait, I showed you some homes that weren't livable? You did. <laughs> we asked for it, but she did it. <laughs> there, and, and I think that's a misconception that people have is they think that we only sell fancy homes, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I thought that, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. I, actually, that's true. You were like, you might not want to work with me. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. I mean, that is literally our bread and butter. Like, that's what we do on a day-to-day basis. Because, you know, at the end of the day, there's not as many fancy homes in Cherokee yeah, County. Yeah. So, um, And so if you were, if you were talking to a first-time buyer... How, like, did you go into it knowing that you were just going to live there a short time and then rent it, or? No, so I actually told, you know, when we first moved in there, I was like, gosh, we could actually live here forever. We can just add on a bedroom if we need it, and da 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 and he was just like, okay. Um, and so, yeah, we did only live there for a year, um, but it was just about, our goal was more long-term, and not even long-term as in we want to have a different house one day. It was just financially where we wanted to be one day, um, and that was to not have a crazy house payment and, and live above our means. So that's why we chose something cheap, and then we just, yeah, that's the route we went. <laughs> okay, okay. And so has Tahlequah been good for you as an investor? Like, what does that actually look like when you move out and upgrade to a house that you and your husband are living in, then are you nervous about being able to keep somebody in it? Or what does that look like for Tahlequah? No, we we have not had any issues keeping anyone, keeping our places rented. Um, like I, places. Places. <laughs> like I said, there's always, I mean, that we're, there's always people moving in. You look on Facebook and everyone's looking for a rental. Um, our rental board just in the last couple of months has actually had rentals on it. It has been empty. And I think that that's just because of the, the time, you know, most people sign up for a lease in August or maybe January or, you know what I mean? There's certain time frames. So, so yeah, we've, we've been very blessed with occupancy in our, in our places. Yeah. yeah. And so from, from the land Landlord. Is landlord even a word anymore? I think Am I the only one who still uses that? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't Do you say still it much, use I guess. That? I don't know that anyone still... So what would be the... As a property owner... Property owner. As a leaseor... Um, <laughs> I really do lean into telling the property owners that their best time to lease is prior to August. Mm -hmm. I feel like we have kind of a feeding frenzy. Everybody's needing housing, and then it kind of drops off. And then on the flip side with the tenant, if they don't have to move in August, don't. (laughs) Right, yeah, they're going to have a lot more options in in those in-between areas for absolutely, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, do, but do you make enough to cover the payments or are you bringing money for these properties, for these rental properties? And how did you go from, from a $76,000 home to now you have properties mm-hmm. um, in Cherokee County? Yeah. So we do make enough um, on our long-term rentals 
to have income off of those. Um, it covers all of our expenses and everything. Um, we So how we did it is we bought our first home, paid it off, and took out a HELOC, a home equity line of credit, um, against it, and that's how we purchased our second home. Um, and then from there, I got less scared of buying properties, and so we bought two more since then. Um, one of them is under construction, so it's not producing income at the moment, but, um, but yeah, my thing is I'm okay buying and holding, um, you know what I mean, until, because I know property appreciates, it always does over time, and so if you buy the right... Can can we say that louder for yes, the people Yes, it always back? does over time, so if you if you are in no rush, then then that's the thing, you're not in a hurry to, to be making a ton but, of money off of it. But what about in 2009 when the entire market crashed and everybody lost everything? Well... I'm sure that they probably, I mean, if they had it long enough, they probably were okay because they bought it at a time when it was cheaper and yeah. property just goes up as long as you maintain it. That's another thing too, as an owner that we're super, I mean, we want to take care of any issues that come up in a really timely manner and, you know, we don't want our tenants to be uncomfortable at all. So we, we try to get on all that stuff quickly too. Yeah. So. so you mainly work, you had mentioned college students. Is that pretty much who you rent to? Or? Actually, both our rentals right now are families. Um, yeah, uh, it was kind of a fluke situation. On our last rental, we hurried up and moved out because we knew of a family who needed a rental. So we let them move into our house and we moved into our Airbnb. <laughs> Okay. So, okay. yeah. And so do all of your properties cash flow? Like, do you make money each month after the payment, the mortgage is paid, after the taxes, after the insurance? Do you still make money also? On our two long terms, we do. Um, one that we're going to Airbnb, it's still under construction, so no. Um, and that one will be really tight. Um but it's a really cool location, so I'm okay with it. Um, and then, of course, the house we live in, no, but yeah. Okay, okay. And is that always your goal, is cash flow, or is it location and then watching it increase in value? My goal is more location-wise. Um, yeah, I, I've pretty much only bought the properties I bought because I thought they were really cool spots. Um, my husband, he would love to just buy an easy rental that we can just turn around and rent out the next day, um, but we have yet to do that. Okay, <laughs> we okay. put in a lot of work to everything we've bought. So. But people say to, say this to me all the time, why Tahlequah? Like what, who comes to Tahlequah? Who's going to rent a house in Tahlequah? Who's going to rent an Airbnb in Tahlequah? What brings people here? Well, Airbnb-wise, it's kind of cool because even growing up here in Tahlequah, there's a ton of things that maybe just weren't my interest, my family's interest, so things that I just don't realize that Tahlequah even has. And so when we did have um, another Airbnb going, it was really neat to see why people were coming into town because there is all sorts of fun, interesting things happening here. And so um, I've learned a lot through that, too, about what our town has to offer. And now it is just booming. There's something to do pretty much every single weekend. And people come in from all over, of course, throughout the summer for the lake and the river. River and you know, but but just activities and events and festivals and stuff like that is is growing. You know, this weekend I have five Airbnbs that are open and active. Um, 
two that were trying to get open and act. I'm in the same boat as you with that. But all five of them were were booked out for the weekend for people who were running the Pumpkin Hollow hundred. And that's literally just a hundred mile race. But five of my units were booked for that. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I thought that was so cool. You know, and so people ask me all the time, it's the hospital, Mm -hmm. um, good or bad. Somebody's having a baby or somebody's coming to visit someone or somebody's having a procedure or there was some unexpected surgery. Um, NSU. Mm -hmm. And that is the gambit. That is... Um, people coming in for optometry school, parents coming to visit those students, parents coming in for a football game, parents coming in for a basketball game, parents coming in for a baseball game, parents coming in for the dental aspect of it. Um, Cherokee Nation. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's just no end in sight. People coming in to research their History, History, ancestry, yeah. Ancestry, people coming in to tour, you know, all of the cool Native American attractions that we have. Um, The Tahlequah history, the river, get out of town. Mm -hmm. This was the last two years have been kind of our busiest and best ever. Weddings, do you feel like we have a ton of weddings? We have several venues now, so I would say so. They tease me because I'm always going to a wedding at this stage of my life. Is that a wedding or a baby show? (laughs) Or a baby show. Yeah, yeah. Funny how those two tie hand in hand. Um, Let's see, what else has brought people to your fishing tournaments? Yes, and just like um, workers. So, so people just being placed here for just different odd jobs, um, different construction, welding. I mean, it can be anything. And, you know, they can bring their families and stay for months. And so, yeah. And just- there's a couple of large corporations in Adair County and in Muskogee County. And for whatever reason, the individuals who stay in my Airbnbs don't want to be in the county, so they just do a little, you know, 20-minute drive either way, and they bring their families, stay here. And I think it is because we have so much to offer. Mm -hmm. And so while they're at work, the families can enjoy downtown Tahlequah. (laughs) And it's really cool because we are growing so much, and I feel like very quickly, Mm -hmm. I mean, and the only complaints I really hear is like road work. But, you know, luckily I haven't felt like we've gotten anyone saying, I've got to get out of Tahlequah. It's getting too big. So I think somehow we've done a really good job about keeping the hometown feel yeah. in the small town and you still know everybody or have somebody in common while still expanding and growing and inviting new people in. So I think we've done a good job at that balance. Okay. Now, are you aware that? Tahlequah was chosen as one of the best 100 small towns in America. No. Yes. Yes. And then also AARP, Mm -hmm. which you're probably not even familiar with. Do you know what AARP is? Is it an insurance? Uh, you know what? It It is insurance, but it's also for people over 50, maybe 55, not quite there yet, <laughs> but I, I am 50, but not 55 yet. Um, but they chose us as one of the best locations for retirees because we have so much medical 
um, opportunities. And where where we're located is basically an hour from Bentonville Airport, mm-hmm. and then all of their hospitals, Springdale, Rogers, all of that, and then about an hour to Tulsa, which is the Tulsa And both of those are international airports, so that makes it unique. But also we have in our own right two hospitals and a ton of medical spinoffs of physicians who work at the hospital but have opened their own practice. So Mm -hmm. did you know that? That is very interesting. I didn't know that. It's going to rush out. But I do have a lot of people who, a lot of clients who have wanted to be here for retirement. So it makes sense. I mean, we get a lot of those phone calls wanting to be close to the water and different things like that too. So Okay. And then um, what are some of your favorite festivities or events or locations that if people were coming to town, you would say, make sure that you try to catch this or go see that or do this. And and she had no prep time for this. Yeah. So so sorry. No, you're good. Um, I would say like if we had to do a speed thing like Lake or River, I'm a river gal just because it's easy to rent a kayak and head down and pack a sack lunch. And so I love the river. Um, As far as festivities, I love our farmer's market. I went pretty much this whole summer. um, And I loved, of course, Cherokee National Holiday brings in a ton of people. So tell me about the Cherokee National Holiday. What's your favorite couple of events or main event for that? Personally, I think you've got to go to the powwow if you've never been to one because it is just breathtaking yeah it's just beautiful like yeah yeah. yeah. so the powwow I think is everyone's favorite um and then I like just walking around of course there's tons of booths and crafts and stuff and then they open up all the museums and so just getting to go in there I usually have a friend from out of town come in and so it's fun to kind of show her everything so yeah yeah yeah. okay okay any other festivities or events or locales that people Uh, should definitely go and check out the red fern festival is a big one a lot of fun with tons of vendors also um it's just there's so many it's (laughs) almost become every at least one pretty large event every month. month. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that our downtown uh, is doing a really incredible job of even trying to make that something every weekend, Mm -hmm. you know, so everything from the full moon festival to um, Cinco de Mayo downtown, Mm -hmm. the crab fest boil. Oh, yes. That's a good one. Smokes. That some FOMO was going on there. So I was actually out of town that weekend and I hated that I missed out. Mm -hmm. So that was just crazy, crazy. Um, So anything else that, that somebody who's thinking about investing should kind of keep in mind or consider as far as Tahlequah and why it's a great place to? I think, I mean, just as you look around, you can see growth on pretty much every corner. And so right now, of course, interest rates are not in everyone's favor, as you, if you want to say. But if the right property comes up, again, over time, that I mean, if you have the finances, if you have the time, and you're just looking for a long-term investment, I think that there's, there's no bad route here in Tahlequah. Um, just because growth is happening here in town, I mean, in the in the downtown area and then even on the outskirts we're we're budging out so so anywhere you decide I think it's a definitely a good decision yeah I'm surprised at how many people think that it has to be a cash flow property mm-hmm. to buy I, and I think I came up in the market where cash flow was 
hopeful, but not guaranteed. And so the goal was just to cover the mortgage, cover the payments, and maybe if you made a hundred bucks a month to tuck away for those repairs, then it would kind of take you through, you mm-hmm. know. And then we had 2019, 20, 21, and cash flow was king. But do you think that there's still a cash flow property out there now? It, it would be very hard to find yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. To, yeah. to turn around and immediately make cash flow, I don't see it. Really? Would that <laughs> keep moment. you from buying, though? No. No, no, no. We, um, yeah, I'm always still looking, and I'm still encouraging. You know, I have several investors. I'm still sending them things, <clears throat> because, and, and they're very interested in them because they understand that not everything is a, is a turnaround situation. So Yeah, yeah. And I've, you know, I always like to say when people say, well, you know, the market's not so great. What are you thinking right now? And, and honestly, the last six months... I've had my son buy a home. I've had my daughter buy a home here in Tahlequah. I've actually purchased three or four, three. I think I'm in a scrope for the fourth properties. Uh, three of those were homes. One was vacant land. So yeah. um, I put my money where my mouth is, I guess. so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We've I've had family buy in the last six months. And like I said, I'm still working with other people because it just matters about their situation, what is going to work best for them right now. Um, no, Because there's no telling what the market's going to do. I literally made a post about this today. Like you can't, there, you no one has a magic ball. So if right now makes sense for you, you can afford it right now, do it. There's always options, of course, like we've mentioned, to refinance later. But even without refinancing, appreciation happens and it's going to happen. So Absolutely. I think a lot of people missed the 2019 market when they tried to jump in in 2020 and 21. It just the prices were shooting up and they were priced out. Mm -hmm. And then in 2022, there were 15 offers on everything. And now in 2023, people are fighting against the interest rates. I think there's people who are always going to find a reason why they can't do it now and they're waiting. And my concern is, is that was four good solid years and now you're waiting again. And I think when those rates drop, I think we're going to go back to like 15 offers right. per property. There will always be, there's no perfect timing. And that's what I said is, you know, don't be miserable either being where you're, you feel like you're stuck or not going where you want to go because you are waiting on perfect timing because that just doesn't exist. Yeah. There's always going to be something. Yeah. And I think the other thing that I see is with investors if the, if the property is out there, whether it's an apartment building, a mobile home park, a house, a lot of times the investors just kind of freeze up and they say, I'm watching it. And they literally watch someone else make yeah. the offer and get it. And then they call me and they're like, oh, I knew I should have. It, it doesn't actually cost you anything to make the offer. So why would you not do yeah. that? But let me tell you, the person who probably got it did not walk away thinking they got a good deal. I have rarely walked away from uh, a purchase thinking, oh, yeah, I got the best deal. No, it's like, okay, this is what no we're doing long term. Ever thinks that. <laughs> no one ever thinks that. So, so if you're stuck on that, too, it just doesn't feel like a good deal. It's... It's real estate. It might not be, but it will be eventually. <laughs> I have a, a client that has become a very good friend of mine. And, and the, I mean, we've done double digits, maybe triple digits. I don't know. We've done a lot of deals together. And every single time 
she just leaves the table going, oh, what have we done? And then about a year later, when she goes to, you know, get it refinanced or to look at it again, she's just all grin and smiles. And she's just like, I cannot believe how much it's worth now compared to, and, you know, I, I think that's a very valid point. Yeah. And, and um Everybody needs to keep that in mind. <laughs> it's very I think it's very rare for anyone to think that they stole the property and right. feel amazing about it. But having said that, um, a couple of things that make our market a little bit more solid. What are some of the industries that you could tell people about as to why Tahlequah has kind of stayed solid? Um, I think going back to the things that we've mentioned, Cherokee Nation. NSU and NSU, everyone just thinks students, but um, professors, I mean, professionals working for the college, they are constantly moving in as well. And so if you're like, I don't want to rent to a bunch of college kids, we get that. There's still, there is still a market in Tahlequah for you. Um, And then the hospitals as well, because not all of those people, I think, assume, oh, a doctor's just going to buy a house. Maybe you're right, but there are plenty of people who just come in for short term with hospitals. And so, um, yeah, we and we have uh, the industrial park and, industrial and park. Mm-hmm. just all sorts of, of different opportunities for people to visit, stay here a few months, stay here a couple of years. And so, yeah. Okay. And so we have OSU Extension Medical School. Yes. Right. And that's a two to four year program, depending on where they fall. The optometry school. Mm-hmm. Um, So those are a little bit older students. We love optometry students. So absolutely. NSU, which is Northeastern State College, a four-year college. Um, And again, you're right. It's not just the students. Do you know how many people it takes to run that school? It is outrageous how many people work on campus. So that's amazing. Um, I always say nurseries, shrubs, not babies, right? (laughs) Um, I think there's four major ones, but there's a ton of little ones. Um, Recreation or tourism, and that falls into the Cherokee Nation category and into the lakes and rivers. And then obviously Cherokee Nation, which employs about 12,000 people, and those are considered government jobs. And then also two hospitals, uh, which again, fall into that category. So did we, I think that's get them the, the, the basics, the high points. points, Absolutely. (laughs) So, so yeah, so I, I really appreciate you coming on today because I think, um, kind of telling people why people ask me that all the time. Why would I invest in Tahlequah? What makes Tahlequah so special? And having a a hometown or home county gal, because really it's all of Cherokee County, not just Tahlequah. Um, Are any of your properties in out? Yeah, your properties are not all in Tahlequah. You own some in the county and as do I. Um, So I would just say Cherokee County in general Mm -hmm. has a pretty strong solid base and is continues to be a great place to live and a great place to invest. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to keep doing it. (laughs) Absolutely. And I would say though, that for anybody who's watching, who has a property and you don't want to turn it into an Airbnb, you don't want to bother flipping it and fixing it up, but you, you think that there's some value there reach out to us because we would be happy to come out and give you an evaluation of what that property is worth as is. Because I think what we're seeing is we're able to sell more as is properties than we've ever been able to sell in the past. Right. Because investors, it's 
It sounds bad. It's like an addiction. Like you want to keep going. And so there's nothing right now, like we mentioned, that's going to immediately cash flow. So a lot of investors are turning to put in a little bit more work and flip something. So no property is unsellable. (laughs) But do they need to to get rid of all of grandma's stuff and and patch the walls and put in new flooring and fix the countertops? No, none of that. I bought two houses that were full, (laughs) full, full, full of stuff. So it happens for sure. As is, where is. And in fact, I believe your husband was like, I'm done with the as is, where is. (laughs) So bring a dumpster because that's the kind of properties. But that is where your equity comes in. It's sweat equity. Rather than hiring that all done, you guys went in and did the majority of it yourself and saved five, six thousand yeah. dollars, which is why you were able to get a better deal on it, even if you didn't think it was a good deal right. when you bought it. So, so you kind of knew or you it wouldn't have done out. it. Yeah, yeah it evens <laughs> out. And at the end of the day, um, especially if you're not paying cash, which very few people pay cash, even if you're an investor, at the end of the day, you're still going to be protected because the bank is going to send an appraiser out and make sure that you're not getting in over your head. So, um, But I do think it's important to, for you to understand that there are realtors, we are investors, we can help you figure out what that looks like as far as your payments and your costs, even um, the minimal things, because do you go in and get them and make them brand new for your tenants? No. No, you don't even do it for yourself. Yeah, my first time we were going to rent out the house, I was talking to you guys and I was like, oh, we need to do new countertops and and they were like, Addison, you lived there. You're why would you fix it up for someone else, you know, all fancy when you lived in it just fine? And I was like, You're right, you're right. Yeah, so. and it was super cute, super clean. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's really what people are looking for to make it affordable housing. And right. that's gonna become even more and more of a buzzword, I think, over the next couple of years as mm-hmm. we continue to grow. So if you've got a home that you think is worth one dollar to one hundred and twenty thousand, but you don't know where it falls. Uh, give us a call. We'd be happy to give you a free evaluation or market analysis to let you know what we think we could sell it for. Um, and who knows, we might just buy it. <laughs> She's like, ah ha ha, yeah. Elisha will kill me. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So everyone, thanks for watching today's episode. I hope that this helped you understand why Tahlequah is a fabulous place to live and a great place to invest. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much.